this episode of The Full Nerd, RTX 2060. Oh, damn it. What the hell is <laughs> I don't even care. We're just going to do it. I'm not gonna say, I was going to say do something it. clever. I got no, nothing clever to say. Forget about clever. Nothing left. In this episode of the... Uh, Started out so strong. I know, because I used all my energy. <laughs> that's just like, oh my God, that's like the Eagles... F- that's like <laughs> that's just man, that's just American not right. That's just that is just not right. That is just that's like let the dude kick the ball. Yeah. All right, do it. All right. In this episode of the Full Nerd RTX twenty six review, third gen Ryzen is almost here and CES. Welcome to the Full Nerd episode 81. I'm your host, Gordon Maung. Had to look and read my name because I'm so tired from CES with co-host Brad Charkas. Hello. Elena Yee, freshly really? back 81? from Germany. 81? I think it's 81. Dang. I just notched it up. I could be wrong. So. 2019. Hi, everybody. And Patrick Murray will let us know if we're right. And controlling the vertical and horizontal. <laughs> Wait, where is he? There he is. Oh, he's yeah, he's sleeping. tired. He's not. He's faking. Shh. Adam is never tired. Don't wake the Adam. Yeah, no. Uh, what? Uh, I'm here. CS is over. I did it. He I made it. We did it. Conversation. Here we go. Yeah, I'm ready. Let's talk about it. You guys ready? What, what, it's like a switch. It's like a switch. <laughs> on and off. He's actually no, a robot. I, I, honestly, I am still recovering. It was. Uh, I didn't party as hard as Gordon did, but uh, CS was. There was a lot. <sighs> there was a lot. Yeah. But even uh, even before that, Brad had to deal with a lot. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, after the break. Ray tracing for the masses, Brad. Is it really here? Is it really ray tracing it, for the masses? It is, uh, and I got it the day after Christmas. Actually, I got it early. Uh, so yeah, the RTX twenty sixty GeForce RTX twenty sixty is here. Has ray tracing cores. Has tensor cores. It's awfully close to the RTX twenty seventy in counts. Actually, I think it's missing six RT cores, so it has thirty instead thirty six. So it's like the majority of the way up there to the RTX 2070 as far as those next gen features are concerned uh 350 bucks uh and it kicks butt at both 1440p gaming and 1080p gaming is it actually 350 because i mean we've had this weird funniness where it's like oh it's 350 and then everywhere was 450 and and up uh, uh, well it hits the streets tomorrow so we'll know soon oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yes at least the nvidia founders edition and nvidia said other cards as well they say the msrp is 350 bucks uh and the nvidia's founders edition unlike the other ones in the rtx family uh sticks to stock uh reference specs so it's not overclocked it's nothing like that 350 bucks nice design Etc. Etc. It kicks all kinds of butt at 1440p gaming. Uh, so if you've got a 1440p monitor, uh, I would say definitely consider this card. Hmm. Um, there's a couple questionable decisions. Uh, one, it only has six gigabytes of memory, mm-hmm. which for a 1440p card is like, eh, you know, is that really future proof? So I asked Nvidia about it, and they said, well, we made that decision because we wanted to give it the much much faster GDDR6 that just came out. Because last gen's 1060 has the much, much slower GDDR5. So they said we made the choice to, rather than putting 8 gigabytes of, you know, this memory that's like half the speed of GDDR6, we'd only put 6 in there. Oh, uh, and, and how much RAM is in the 2070? I forgot. 8 gigabytes. 2070 is 8. 8 gigabytes. Oh, okay. Yep, so this is a great 1440p card. It's a 
X outstanding 1080p card if you got an ultra, you know, high refresh rate monitor. Uh, they NVIDIA's stuff keeps pitching it against the 1060, obviously, 2060, 1060. And versus the 1060, it's about, you know, 50 to 60% faster in games, which is a big step up. But the 6 gigabyte 1060 costs 260 bucks. This costs 350 bucks, so it's really more comparable to a GTX 1070. Uh, you mean the actual launch price of 20 uh, 1060 or current yeah. street price? Okay. Yeah, actual launch price. I was comparing launch price okay. versus launch price. But Founders Edition uh, wasn't 260, was it? I thought it was higher for the Founders Edition version. Is for the 1060? No. 1060? I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not sure about for the 1060. Yeah, because I, th- I, th- I thought in our NVIDIA interview at CES, they said it, it launched at 3. Yeah, the Founders Edition might have launched at 3. Yeah, okay. uh, Founders Edition was 3. 260 was the MSRP for the 1060 at the time. Got it, got it. Like, um, so, other, so they're like, this is a $260 card, but ours is, costs more. That's what NVIDIA does. Okay, but if it actually, I guess it's fair to them if, if RTX 2060 actually comes out and launches at 350 instead of 400, then that's yeah. probably a lot closer than... Well, if you go and buy it through NVIDIA's site, NVIDIA has doesn't mark up their Founders Edition cards, so it's going to cost three hundred and fifty dollars there. Okay. Um. So the, at three hundred and fifty bucks, that's comparable to roughly the price of the GTX ten seventy when that came out two and a half years ago. Hmm. And this is a much better card than that. Uh, it's a little bit faster than the ten seventy Ti actually, which was a four hundred and fifty dollar card when it launched a year ago. Uh, but it, one kind of bummer is that if you're looking at price points at 350 bucks, the RTX 2060 is only 10 to 20% faster, depending on the game and workload than the older GTX 1070. So it is better, but it's not that astronomical leap that you, you'd normally hope to see out of the 70 class parts. Right. But it can do ray tracing and DSL, it can do DLSS ray tracing. and... DLSS and each of those one games that those are supported in for <laughs> uh, for now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh but I think it's I think this is definitely if you're gonna buy a fourteen forty P graphics card, this is the one you want to buy right now. Nice. The six gigabytes kinda makes me go, eh, but it is GDDR six. I think it's a great card. There's no reason to buy a Vega over this. Originally, my original review, I had to go back and edit it the day that the review ran because I originally said the only reason to buy Vega is if you want to pair it with the FreeSync monitor. But <laughs> uh, at CES, <laughs> NVIDIA announced that uh, these cards now support FreeSync. Oh, so I forgot all really no that. reason to buy a bigger right now. There was so much that happened, I forgot. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> talking about the last week, it feels like the entire world has changed, right? I so. totally forgot that that happened. So much happened last week. Wow. So, so yeah, there's no reason to buy a Vega. Uh, if you only have a like a 1080p 60 monitor, I would still say get a GTX 1060 or a Radeon RX 580 or 590 instead of this but this is a really good card at 1440 it's the one it's it's hard to be so vega 64 56 not competitive price in price i guess or performance it's the whole package okay. it's so much hotter it's so much more power it's uh this card is faster than vega 56 uh it's just slightly behind vega 64 so there's it has RTX technology in it, and it's cheaper. So it's just the whole package. This is, you know, I was hoping to see the 70 class push forward more in performance for a new generation, but this is still nonetheless easily the best 1440p graphics card you could buy right now. Okay. Is there any reason to 
pony up for a 2070 then? Because it sounds like this kind of really puts a dent in the 2070. Um, yeah, it does. Uh, if you overclock this too, you can get it up near 2070 levels of performance. Uh, pardon me. Uh, the biggest one for me would be if you're worried about that six gigabytes of memory. If you're yeah. worried that that's not future proof enough, it might be worth stepping up to the eight gigabytes. I, I probably wouldn't. That's a hundred and fifty dollar difference. So, have that, and actually, I'm wondering because I haven't paid attention to pricing. Has has twenty seventy twenty eighty NTIs come down? Because you know there was that theory that once all the um, the older cards were were sort of sold off, that uh, twenty seventy and twenty eighty are more reasonable. Uh, it's still really hard to find twenty eighty TI at reasonable prices if you can find them. So. Hmm. The, clo- the further you go down the stack, the closer you're getting to actually paying what you're supposed to be paying for. Which is still high, though. I'm just, but I kind of wonder if yeah. 2070 has come down to. It's still a $500 video card, I guess, for the most part. Yeah. Okay. Yep. But these days, uh, Nvidia is bundling a free game with it. Uh, yeah, they're bundling a free game. You can sometimes find it for twenty or thirty dollars cheaper on sale. So. How's the ray tracing performance? Do you get a chance to kick the tires now? I have or? not had a chance to do ray tracing on the GTX or RTX 2060 yet, so okay. I'm not sure. It should be pretty close to what you could get with the uh, 2070. NVIDIA said, I got NVIDIA's, they, I quoted them, if I could find it. Yeah. They said it should be fine at 1080p60. <laughs> yeah, and I, I know that uh, um, during his keynote, Jensen showed off a bunch of benchmarks. Is that pretty much 60 frames a second? I think it was a 1080p? 1080p <laughs> Battlefield Five, right? So, well, And then yep. he showed the, the whole um, uh, RTX on and then RTX with DLS, DLSS on. What, what was the little noise he made? The whoop? whoop where it went that was back it. up? <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah, once you turned it on, once you turned on DLSS, it, it did make a significant increase in performance on battlefield yeah. 5 so back to where well, it was we'll before rtx was on it. yeah we'll have to see that that patch is gonna come out oh. at this point they're claiming that's gonna happen um but i just pulled it up nvidia says the rtx 2060 can nearly hit 60 frames per second at 1080p everything ultra uh and by nearly i remember the chart from the reviewer's guide it was like 57 frames per second like it was it was 60 frames per second for all intents and purposes and if you drop the ray tracing down to medium it easily surpasses 60 frames per second hmm. uh so uh varun kumar sorry uh new year same old adam uh <laughs> uh he's saying that the rtx 2060 is worse but why are people loving it it's uh, very less compared to the last generation uh and uh Kyrie also chimes in and says uh that we love it because we're nvidia shills oh that's of it. course yes of course yep they're paying for I'm my coffee great. right now. Sure, yeah. sure. So, 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 yeah. what, oh what do you God, think? I mean, we're, we're we're still paying more for what we got last generation, right? Well, I, mean, I, th- I think the problem is at this point. At first, I, they launched all this stuff, and I'm like, what the hell are they doing? You know, making a uh, 2080 cost as much as a 2080 a 1080 Ti. Mm-hmm. Uh, as time goes on, I'm really getting the feeling like they just really messed up the naming schemes. They shouldn't have bumped everything up a tier like they did. I think that's a lot of the reason for the pain. Because when you hear 2060, you picture mainstream price 1080p yeah. graphics card. Yeah. But that's not what this is. This is $350. This is a 70 class card for all yeah. intents and purposes. So if we had that you know, mindset in our head, I think it would be less painful to talk about the pricing although it's still like i said generation to generation not a 
terribly tremendous jump in performance. But NVIDIA made that choice in order to work in all this RTX stuff. Yeah, and I, I think we've talked about in the past, too, where there, people's perception of what you got was sort of, I mean, the last generation cards were just phenomenal, but they really got that benefit, right, of that process change. There was, to, there was a huge yep. jump, huge jump from 28 to 15 or 14 or wherever it is. And, 14 yep. and 16. Yeah, 14 and 16. And this is just simply 14 to 14 or 16, wherever the hell I can't remember. I don't remember whose fab they're using, but it's not going to be, once we get to 7 nanometer... I I think, you know, we may see that kind of jump that people were expecting. Hopefully. You mean the right. world's first 7 nanometer GPU? World's first 7 nanometer <laughs> GPU, although it's not not here. Should we roll that in now or still or what's so the final word? Yeah, f- final word on this. If you had 350 bucks, Brad, what would you buy? Buy the ADTI. Okay. Buy this. For I guess I agree with people who say, "Hey man, it kind of stinks that compared to the GTX 1070, which is what it's really competing against last gen. It's only up to about 20% improvement. But it's still nonetheless, if you need to go buy a graphics card for 350 bucks right now, this is the one that you want. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So nice. so that that was uh that was Sunday at CES. Oh my god. <laughs> Last Sunday. Yeah, right, uh when uh, the Nvidia announcement was. Uh uh-huh. and then uh we we had to wait all the way till Wednesday to hear about third gen Ryzen, right? Yes, that's okay. the other big topic. It's one of the the last things to hit. I, I think that was one of the highlights. I mean, definitely, it's so funny because it was even hard to remember that 2060 launch there, and um, we'll talk a little bit later about RTX laptops too. And that launched <laughs> too, but I think the thing that kind of really that's got so everybody stuff. excited was third gen Ryzen, Zen two third gen Ryzen. <laughs> <laughs> Third gen Ryzen that, using second gen Zen two course. Right? I I'll tell you what though, like I think AMD, like uh, I think Lisa Sue and them really knocked it out of the park with the presentation. Like they're like, oh, you know, the first seven nanometer GPU, the first seven nanometer CPU, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Great, but at the same time, I kind of felt a little bit underwhelmed because it seemed like a lot of this stuff, aside from Radeon Seven, uh, is all just like, yeah, we have this sometime in the future. No real hard details. Here's a quick demo. So it was like, yeah, you're kidding, yeah. but you're doing a great, this is a great presentation, but I'm still left a little bit wanting at the end. I mean, Intel, like Intel kind of did that same thing too, right? You know, where yeah. they're like, hey, Sunny Cove. But yeah, they showed off, show off anything. No performance. I fully expected Sunny Cove performance, but I guess they're not ready there yet. I, they and gave us plus, a date or they give us time, they give frame, us time, time frame. Time frame. Holiday. holiday, right? That was actually a big deal. We'll have Sunny Cove by the end of the year. But I think for AMD. I definitely heard a lot of people express disappointment. Some of it, I think, is un- uncalled for, frankly. But, um, you know, I, I, I think people want, they wanted to see 16 cores, which they didn't. So the big news is a core Ryzen, third gen Ryzen, performing on par with the 9900K, right. which is insane if you think about it, because uh, 900K <laughs> is a good part. All core Cinebench. Yeah. Right. So. But they left a lot and of not only speculation. That. Yeah. They did. Sorry, go ahead, Brad. Uh, not only was it performing on par with the 9900K, it was significantly lower power draw. Like, I forget the numbers, but it was, like, massively lower power draw. So, you know, it could be even faster. They got room to play with that stuff. It wasn't finalized clock speeds. Right. No, and that's what I really think. People kind of, I think people took this as the final parts and or, and final clocks. And I don't think it is. I think just, they no. sort of did this originally when they when they originally showed off Zen at copy or at, I I uh, 
IDF several years ago, um, three years ago. My God, it's a, it seems like a it's short time a ago. While. You know, they just showed like, hey, we can match them one for one with Broadwell X amount of course. And obviously, when they came out, they were they were doing great. And I think here, seven nanometer versus Intel's fourteen plus plus plus, they're going to be in a good situation to have either higher clocks and probably for the first time in AMD in Ryzen's history, they'll have higher single. Higher single-threaded clocks, or at least on par, on par. Yeah, at a minimum, I think. Uh, was it one of the interviews that she did, like the roundtables, where uh, Lisa Sue was talking about this, where the, nothing's final, they're still fine-tuning it. Um, yep. Then they have like, well, they said that sometime in the first half of this year is the the expected uh, launch time. So let's say in theory they push all the way to the end, which is like what Computex. Yeah. So that's a lot of time for them to mid year. I think is the official mid year. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So then, yeah, that's Computex or whatever. Right. Like that's a lot of time for them to tune. Yeah, and then a lot of time to keep Intel yeah. guessing. Right. They want to yeah. keep Intel. And that's she did mention. I think in that roundtable that nothing. She didn't say anything specific. I think because like the PR person was like standing right by her. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she did talk about uh, IPC single core performance, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They they clearly. They're all smiles. Everybody you see at AMD, they're just they're just smiling everywhere. <laughs> they're just, it's always the same that body language they have. Like, yeah, we're gonna we're we're gonna we're gonna rock Intel's world. They think she was wearing a leather jacket, so to me, that's a sign of confidence. <laughs> was she? There's a lot of people took that as a shot at Jensen, though, honestly, because you know Jensen's had no signature idea. jacket yeah, you didn't has notice? been a leather I, jacket. I didn't first, notice that. That's the first thing I saw. I was like, oh, I feel like that's a yeah. statement. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I thought funny. it was making fun of Nvidia too. I didn't even, you know, I wasn't sure because you know the weirdest thing about when you're at these keynotes. Um, I had a great time because I was in the same row, sitting with Ian and uh, Paul Alcorn and Avram. All this, basically, all the you know um, future perch folks, and we were sitting in the front row. And uh, Kevin from Tech Radar, I just want to give a shout out to. We we're just all in that front row, and you don't actually. You're doing so many things. Sometimes you you can't. You, we get a. It's just like watching a football game or basketball game. There, you get like the worst <laughs> view in the world, whereas people watching the stream actually get a, a better idea of what's going on. Sometimes. Well, and I mean, you're you have your laptop out. Yeah. You're actually writing at the same time. You know, yeah, I mean, there's there's some and, stuff that can can fly by you. Yeah, I didn't really get the jacket thing. So, I, I mean, also just sort of like you know, usually try not to comment on people's clothes i've been yelled at for that so although I people make fun of my clothes it. all the time i didn't say anything about the clothes i just thought i just noticed the the, the material of yes the jacket. yes that i think a lot of people took that as a as a <laughs> as a veiled uh pushback against nvidia right? i'm just saying that i thought it was a sign of confidence uh so yeah third run ryzen no price no course and of course the the big thing is that divot Right? Yes, that's what I was saying. Like, I feel like they left room. Like, the figure- they literally left room. They literally left room die, for speculation. Yeah. <laughs> there, I got I, that was just like so. Like, there was just so like. <laughs> Adam, Adam actually got a good shot of that because you guys couldn't mm-hmm. take it off the table, right? Right. He got a real good shot and bounced the light off of it just right, yeah, so you could see there is really supposed good. to be a chip in there. Like, it has the dimples and impressions. Like, there's a chip if you get it in the right light. There is a chip that's supposed to go in there. Well, the, <laughs> it, the crazy thing is, I almost immediately people were sending. I think Jason Cross at MacWorld sent me a picture, <laughs> and somebody had taken. I'm I'm guessing because you know they did the close up when she was holding the Ryzen. Third gen Ryzen, almost call it Ryzen three. Third gen Ryzen on stage. They got a close up, and then people took that and they enhanced it Blade Runner like, you know, like <laughs> And then you can enhanced. see like, well, there's a square here. That's you know, you can actually see that there's there's 
that's insane if you think about it. This is not like, because we got Adam, if, if you're watching the internet, go look at Adam's video and pictures. There is no nobody else out there that has pictures as good as Adam's or the video. Yep. But people were like, enhance and modify on that. Video. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, and then I was well, I, at, at first when we, when I mean, I mean, when we were able to look at it, we were able to pick it up and kind of look around. And, yes. you know, we, we were trying to look and we, we were like, man, we don't necessarily see. Yeah. But when we took pictures or did video, it had to be flat on the surface. Uh, but, yeah, there, there was I had a light with me like it was a very dark room, but I had one light with me. And then there was the uh, the like ceiling cans like high up uh, in the, the, the venue. And I and I noticed that I could get if I j- got it just right, I can get one of those, those ceiling cans to kind of light up that that little area. <laughs> Talent in action. Yeah, it was uh, it was fun. I, f- I felt like we were you know not CSI, but uh, you know like a, like a, a, trying to look at a crime scene and understand what, what's there, you know, and and you know we're like there's obviously space right there, and you know AMD's like oh, you know right. Oh. Uh, and the other thing that's actually very significant on third gen Ryzen is it should be the first. CPU with PCIe 4 Gen 4. So that's a big deal. So, although Radeon 7 will not be Gen 4, only Gen 3. So, doesn't really matter much. Yeah, Yeah. it doesn't matter. And I, you know, I I think that PCIe, I think I I said in that video with Keith May from WCCF Tech that. Great video. It's mostly going to be, they're going to take the PCIe and probably use it for storage. You'll get the most out of it by using for storage, not for graphic cards. It it doesn't matter for graphics. Yeah. Uh, well, we had somebody uh, on Twitter uh, tweet at all of us asking, you know, is now a good time to buy a CPU or, or should they wait for uh, for the third third gen Ryzen? I thought it was kind of hilarious how they they put that to f- the four of us and then like the rest of our coworkers all started chiming <laughs> yeah, in too. Jason it's like and Mike Simon. Like everybody wanted a piece of this question. <laughs> what did they? What did everybody else say? I think we all pretty much said the same thing, which was if you can wait, wait. Yeah. Um, I, I think I was the only one who said like if. If, if you need it for work right now, just get whatever well, yeah, you, and that's the, the best caveat, you can get. Right? Yeah, uh, mine mine was caveated with you know wait because you know I'm always as you all know I like to get the most value out of purchases. <laughs> so uh, I would say wait, see the performance numbers, decide if that amount of performance jump is worth going full price with Zen two, or if it's worth waiting to see if you can get like an insanely good price on you know second gen Ryzen. <sighs> But are are we are we hyping ourselves up here? Are, you we know, we're, we're we're trying to say, hey, it's going to compete. It's going to be on par with ninety nine hundred K. You know, that Intel's it's gonna. We're well, saying that's what we were told. Yeah, yeah. But so, I, you know, yeah. like I, I feel like you know maybe we're hyping ourselves up a little bit. You know, it's like maybe under certain circumstances it'll. You know, no. I, I don't. I don't think that's us hyping ourselves up. That's AMD saying, hey, here's this going yeah. toe for toe with the ninety nine hundred K with significantly less yeah. wattage, and this ain't done. Yeah. And yeah, you know, there's this space on here. And then Mark at that roundtable asks Lisa Sue, the CEO, about it. And she's all like, yeah, we can't say anything. But, you know, we've always had the lead in core counts with Ryzen. So <laughs> right. what you will. Yeah. And I don't think people should. I mean, there were clearly some leaks earlier that indicated they would show off a 16 core part at CES. They didn't. I actually talked to AMD about the leaks and that like. And they said their theory is, is somebody, you know, that obviously didn't have a full view of everything. Because they had PCIe 4 in there, but none of the leaks mentioned the PCIe 4, right? Mm. To the very, you know, and so... Uh, that's significant, too. Yeah, that's very significant. I, I think it's entirely possible people sort of take it that, you know, for gospel, there will be a 16-core version. They don't necessarily have to. There's rumors of Intel doing a 10-core mm. 
Hmm. Right? Uh, 10 core part very soon. Well, AMD could do 12 cores. So they can use two, two, two six core dies, right? Joined together by IF. And it, they don't necessarily have to go to 16. And, you know, I, I still wonder if how much the memory bandwidth just can affect some things, not everything, of course. But uh, I would wait. My advice is to wait because yeah. you'd have to be, it's going to suck, you know, to get, unless it's a great price. And again, you can't wait because you got to, mm-hmm. you got to buy something now, then, then do it now. But my advice is to wait. I don't like paying, of course, you know, again, I, as uh, I yes, said, I, saw the, I, I saw don't your like response. paying I saw your response. full MSRP for 1080 Ti <laughs> when the next the replacement part is there. Just, <laughs> I, mean, I see yeah. for, for me, like in general, my, my rule is if you know, if you need to upgrade, if you need to upgrade, you should do it now. There's always something better around the corner. Yeah. But this is six months down the line. And the fact that you're even asking that question, should I upgrade or should I wait means that you can wait. So you probably should. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I would wait. And then uh, to answer your question, Adam, I think, I think that if AMD is the company that's saying, or the, the entity that's saying like, Hey, look at all this stuff like this, is what we're anticipating. Um, it's not hype given that they've actually delivered on the last two generations. Yeah. So I mean, this could it could be that they let us down like they did with Vega, but I don't see it on this side of the of the table for them. I mean, if anything, at least a new Wraith Prism, right? Yeah. <laughs> that would be people. Yeah. Well, they're not going to say Prism. What's what's the next best word we can find? They have Max. They have Prism. They have uh, Spire. Uh, let's see what oh, else. They, they, they don't iterate on the name. They have yeah. Stealth. Banshee. Maybe we go with Banshee. <laughs> that doesn't Banshee. sound good, though. Cooler <laughs> and Banshee is usually Banshee. Bad. I don't know. That's my Banshee. There certainly it's have true. been Banshee fans. I, and again, I agree with you. I, I think there's no way that they're going to they're gonna miss the mark on this. The only thing that could happen is like, oh, yield suck. And that's a problem. Mm. But I do think that they are, if 7 nanometer, they're, they just have that. It's just going to give them a leg up they have not ever had in, in Ryzen's life. And they are always great at core counts. And now once you have core count and then you have high threat, uh, high high clocks, yeah, right. like, what do you, why do you buy Intel at that point, right? It's I was really I was tough. I was kind of disappointed by the timing, the launch timing of it, because I think I said it on a show right before we went on vacation that I expected it to be like this to be like the full reveal of Ryzen, because oh. that's what they did with the last two, basically. Uh, and they have always launched in like April, March kind of a deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if they had done that and the chip winds up as good as it could potentially be and Intel Sunny Cove parts don't come out till the holiday season. And like I said, I don't even expect desktop Sunny Cove parts this year personally. Uh, then AMD could have had the market to itself all year long if they had managed to launch it in spring still. And the parts are as good as it is. So uh, the fact that they're like, eh, you know, mid-year sometime, I'm like, oh, that seemed to, it's too bad you couldn't push it out a little bit sooner. Yeah, I mean, that that's an indication of maybe there's just still a lot of plenty of Ryzen parts out there. Although announcing your next-gen part doesn't help you sell those older mm-hmm. ones, but I'm sure there'll be decent discounts. It also could just mean just they don't have enough. I mean, it is a brand. They're moving to 7 nanometer, too, so, I mean, yeah, it's taken big... Intel like yeah. five years. So. <laughs> I think they're playing a little more conservative, so... yeah. But yeah, I, I they have to manage height definitely because if people get too if you too excited at right. what if they're I heard some of the comments like you know what at least he's like we got to make some money so <laughs> what if this part comes out at you know ten or 
12 cores and it's not 330 bucks, but 450 or $400, you know, I'd be fine so, with that. Yeah. I'd still be fine with, uh, the eight core parts being a right around 300 bucks. And then they just expand upwards. Yeah. Oh, actually, let's play that game. <laughs> oh, oh <laughs> man, it's the beginning of the year, dude. Oh. I tell you what, I only ate two pieces of paper at this last predictions episode. But after this CES, there's a, I'm already up to three. And I, we're I'm not a, even, yeah. just barely two weeks into the year. Brad <laughs> I don't want to make guess. Brad is starting to adopt my strategy. I see. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here's all right. Here's my prediction. We're gonna see. Part number, do part number. I'm making it up. Ryzen so, so 3700X. I think we'll see a Ryzen nine, right? So because hey, what what the heck? Intel's got i nine. We got a Ryzen nine, right? Because they right now they top at Ryzen seven, so they could very well do a Ryzen nine, um, twelve core. God, what are they gonna do? I just can't see sixteen. I, I mean, it depends know. on what Intel has. There's just no reason to do it. I think they'll do crap. I don't have a Ryzen nine 12 core. Well, it's on. Where this is all on That's videotape. Yeah, but we never go back and watch it, right? Yeah, somebody will. Uh, We're gonna 12 do this core again. <laughs> Ryzen nine, five gigahertz clocks on you know some turbo, and Ooh. then probably right. So like clearly, clearly running up at five ish to compare and. Uh, <laughs> Okay, Wait, is that, I don't know if that's like an exciting woo or is that like, oh, you're going to eat one big ass piece of paper because you was so wrong. Well, I'm just waiting for you to finish before I, I have 390 final opinion with a new Wraith cooler, 390 new cooler. Ooh. So 12 cores up near five, 390 ish, basically pushing it to 400 because it's a Ryzen nine part. And it'll be uh, with a new Wraith cooler. Man, I don't use this word That's... almost ever with technology, but that would be sexy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That would be pretty good. See, I, I can't. I know. Can't use that either. Can't, I don't say HR violation. I can't yell at. Can't, it's very I can't exciting. swear. It's very I can't... exciting. <sighs> <laughs> this is why I have to swear at my children because I can't do that. <laughs> no, I swear at work. People always wonder why I swear so much at work because I can't swear at home. You got kids, you can't swear. You <laughs> swore a lot at CES. Of course, yeah. you have to. Yeah. So, and and for people who don't know, uh, I also I had a little special behind the scenes camera that, that I we did a lot of recording. So I'm going to put together this week a uh, like a behind the scenes at CES, and I'm going to have to do a lot of bleeping, Gordon. I, you, I as long uh, as in Miami Vice, this clip I saw. Yeah. <laughs> As long as the Miami Vice one makes it in, that's that's the one I. No, nah, that one's definitely cut. Oh, come on. <laughs> uh, that is a bold prediction. That that yeah. is a very bold prediction. If that comes anywhere near true, just uh, if it hits five gigahertz and twelve cores for under five hundred, not even three hundred ninety, that's going to be a hell of a part. Well, I don't think it'll be all core. At five. Oh yeah, no, 12. No, 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 not without. I mean, you can probably clock it up near that with enough cooling. Do that either. Well, it does. I mean, it, there, you can do all core. Five, 5 gigahertz 900K is definitely pretty oh, normal. Oh, you got to overclock it, though. Yeah, right? sort of. Yeah, you could turn MCE on and it'll overclock yeah. it for you, right? So it, it depends on what the definition of overclock is. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> the good the old voice, Bill Clinton. The first changes. Bill Clinton of the year. Yeah. First Bill Clinton of 2019. Uh yeah, so I got it. Nobody else wants to. Nobody else wants to no put on the line. To play this game. Hell no, no, I'm not doing that. Hell yet. No. no. Like I said, oh, I'm already, it's way too early. Predictions <laughs> in my mouth. <laughs> I don't think it'll be 16 cores at Computex because there's just no reason to do a 16 core part. They don't need it. They don't need it. 
And <laughs> NVIDIA did that press conference and announced that they're supporting FreeSync. And I'm like, literally the very first thing of this year that's potentially possible to get wrong, I got wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Gordon, <laughs> did you predict that? I said they're not going to do it. Uh, <laughs> I knew it would happen one but day. you know what? To be fair, Brad, we all thought that. We did. Gordon said, no, Gordon said they're going to do it this year. He was right. Did I really? Yeah, you did. <laughs> did, no. he do the, oh. did he do the that counter? The you said that, and I go, no, there's no way. I'm going to counter that. I'll do the opposite. Oh, <laughs> it was a counter one. Oh, <laughs> damn. Really? Are you serious? Yeah. I got that right. Oh, yeah. You're going to have to play that oh, yeah. back. <laughs> wow. I, I can't believe that. You, uh, you, you can tell how I'm not. This is not based on inside information because I'm just throwing stuff out there. But <laughs> that, and, you know, a lot of people didn't know. But I know some people were briefed ahead of time about what was going to happen at the keynote, the NVIDIA keynote. The freezing stuff was omitted. That was like yep. the, the the bomb drop. So well, and you you would yeah you they would, didn't tell me about it. And you had missed that whole part uh, of them saying that you can enable FreeSync on on any card and monitor uh, if you want to go in there and manually set it. Uh, but obviously, yeah. you know, it's not well because he a said good experience. it. And I said, did he just say? And it was the most. It was the weirdest <laughs> way. <laughs> and we're going to be enabling, you know, support for adaptive sync something something. Like, wait, what did he just say? But it was like in every way to not say FreeSync. Yeah, mm-hmm. he definitely did not want to say FreeSync. So. And a lot of NVIDIA people would not say FreeSync, but I clearly are supporting it, sort of, kind of. But that, I, let's move on to the next one, unless there's like tons of Ryzen 3 questions you want to clear. But I did want to say, people one, are excited. I did want to say one thing, though, Gordon. Uh-huh. We said way back when, I don't even know when this was, but we said there's no way, not no way, but it wasn't likely that they would go to 32 core Threadripper. We thought it'd be fun if they did, but we thought, <laughs> yeah, there's no need for them to. They totally did it. So I'm just saying there's a possibility that we could see a 16 core. Yeah, no, part. it is possible. I, I, I think it's entirely possible. I don't think, well, I think they needed it more with Threadripper because Intel had its 28 core. Um, Fair. Part, which ended up not being a, a core i9 or core X. It ended up being a Xeon labeled part. So. Right. I'm not saying that I definitively am putting yes. money and paper on this. No, nobody does. I did. <laughs> just, just saying that there is a possibility. I, are you there. sure I actually said that, Brad? Because now I'm yeah, like, I'm, I'm really proud of myself. <laughs> yeah. I'm really like, really? I cannot. No, Good I don't job, believe it. Good I job. Know. This is just going to reinforce <laughs> no, I, I knew that was coming. Opinion. Yeah, I see. That he has to say the most outlandish things on uh, purpose. Just better because I was sitting there like, are you serious? This is literally the first day I could have got something wrong. Because <laughs> I was right. got to be sitting there gloating right now. So I'm kind of glad that I guess not. I thought <laughs> I was face pumping. I pictured you like fist pumping on the other side. <laughs> well, I didn't even know what had happened because it was such a like, it was such a backwards like we're yeah, going to not it support. Was weird. We're going to not, 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 not support the <laughs> adaptive sync that's in the industry. You know, Visa Spec. A- a- Async. Wait, what? God. Yeah, they're, they're like you know hey most of these monitors out there suck but we found 12 yeah. that are good well the thing is <laughs> if you still want to use your sucky monitor you can turn it on you know uh, i an interesting thing is so out of that we're going to move on to the ces that the, so obviously day one nvidia comes out jensen jarrett's like hey rtx laptops it's insane that we have rtx across 40 laptops and that's like not even the big news thing out of ces right it's like you had 2060, but it was really the FreeSync thing. And it was like, oh, my God, NVIDIA is finally... I saw a lot of headlines like, NVIDIA finally admits defeat, supports FreeSync. Oh. Right? I saw a lot of those headlines. 
Yeah. And that's what I was like. I was trying to understand what this was. And I talked to a lot of video people. Some people were very like, they're like, hey, you know, we just want to support gamers and, and help them. And then there were definitely some people out in video where that were just throwing shade, right? They were just like, and later on, and then we saw, if you go and look at the demo, where they showed... Yeah, we did a fun video. We did it. a fun video. I mean, not fun for people who well, are FreeSync yeah, supporters, true. but there are clearly some issues that <sighs> NVIDIA has found uh, with some of these uh, adaptive sync monitors, and they were mm. calling them out. And I couldn't really figure out, like, are they trying to, to put out a an olive branch and say, we're going to support this? But it was very much an NVIDIA way of like, hey, we're going to put out all branch, but we're going to make it better because you have been screwing us up this whole time. It feels <laughs> I think like. the way that they launched it is actually very clever because it still positions G-Sync itself as the premium option. Right. Like what they've been doing with G-Sync, they're still doing, but they don't have to bother trying to com- price compete. Yeah, Like there is no 1060 G-Sync monitor that you can do for 1080p gaming that's under $400. All the G-Sync 1080 monitors are expensive as hell too. So this, I mean, it's like, yeah, you can use that if you want with your cheap cards. Yeah. Well, and, and we step say, up the G Sync. Like burning olive branch, right? Yeah. Like here's the olive yeah. branch, but we set it on fire. Yeah. Well, and, and in the interview, Gordon did ask, you oh, know, uh, with Nvidia, hey, did, or, does this mean G Sync going away? And the the answer uh, the gentleman had was, hey, we just released the uh, the BFGD, uh, you know, yeah. which. There's a piece of paper I need to eat, right? Because uh, that was one of the first they announcements. Actually, was they the, actually launched it? Oh, Omen yeah. X, yeah. The, Only one HP. Oh, I I that. Yeah. Five grand. Yeah, five grand. Only five grand with a sound bar. <laughs> um, Sixty-five inches of of. Uh, yeah, high uh, goodness. But G Sync, uh, nonetheless, uh, you know they're saying, hey, you know it, it's still around. And when we talked to, we saw um, Razer's new um, monitor, you know, which it does not have G Sync. But we were saying, hey, you know. Uh, is this in the process? You know, is this something you want to get? You know, and they were like, well, of course, we would love to be either certified as one of the 13 or whatever, or, you know, whatnot, because now that's an exclusive club, right? If you're part of the 12. Right. Uh, yeah. Roundtable. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I just can't tell whether it's to, to, to help or just simply to make, to, to accentuate how, you know, great G-Sync is in their opinion, versus you have that just open standard that that's, people are no, that's, that's 100% what it is. That's them saying, hey, man, we have a high standard. These ones match our standard. There's only 12 out of 400. But the thing is, they're not wrong. Like, G-Sync panels yeah. are, like, when you buy a G-Sync panel, you know what you're getting. You don't know what you're getting with FreeSync. And right. that's, like, it's affordable and people can buy it, but it could only support free refresh ranges from like 48 to 75 a bunch of them do which is like if you're not playing in that window then you're not getting the benefits and whatnot yeah whereas g you're like these you know these are g-sync quality you know what you're going to get it's going to be free sync across the board it's going to be ultra low motion blur etc etc so i think it was actually a really clever way for nvidia to do it well uh, but Vignesh has a, a question or, or maybe concern. Uh, d- do we think that NVIDIA is going to charge to validate displays as G-Sync compatible? Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. I would totally expect that. So <laughs> but if so, then NVIDIA is effectively charging money for a free industry standard technology. Well, oh, it's, a mon- it's a monitor maker opting to pay NVIDIA to get the G-Sync compatible right. license. They, and that, they under, a lot <laughs> yep. of monitor makers understand that it is very valuable because, I mean, the truth is more than 75%, 70% of gamers use GeForce instead of Radeon. They know there's a lot of value in having that, that sticker on there. Even if there's no hardware, 
to get that logo on a monitor sells you more monitors. So, but yeah, you're right. Um, Nvidia will do that, but Could, can we still call it FreeSync at that point? Because it's not free. Well, FreeSync yeah, two isn't free it. either, right? So, well, they don't sure. support FreeSync. FreeSync is built on top of the VESA Adaptive Sync, and that's technically what Nvidia is supporting it's just that supporting that means you effectively support freezing got it got it yeah and there were also a lot of people that said like well look if you have this monitor you just simply have to stay within the the uh the range right so what what's happening because the thing that really bugs you is that blanking if you look at that video just once in a while it just starts like really blanking and and we have a lot of comments on on that youtube video of people saying hey i I have this problem i've had this problem i just end up turning everything off and and not dealing with it some of them have radion this i have a problem this monitor and the problem is with radion too and some people say like oh this is easily fixable if you edit the edit data which is basically the encoded information sent over hdmi and and your you display to tell the video card what the setup has you can edit that and make it stay within the correct range so it doesn't blank out so nvidia is never going to do that they're not going to do extra work no i mean their whole idea is like (laughs) this is the spec we're going to follow the spec and if your spec is not written as stringently as ours or a 300 test whatever (laughs) not our problem you look bad you know it's just kind of like Buy a G-Sync monitor. If you want to take a shot when the other ones, go ahead. <laughs> I just, I, yeah, I mean, that's why I really was, I was so confused because I wasn't sure whether, I, and I, I saw plenty of headlines that said, oh, NVIDIA finally caves. They're supporting FreeSync, but there was so much shade thrown. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they're, they're caving at all. So they're like, no, we, you know, you want G-Sync, it's going to be around. So. Oh, and also in that, in that video, we uh, Gordon tried to get uh, the I'm sorry, I can't remember his name uh, yeah. uh, to, to say the word free sync, and, and they wouldn't even say free sync. <laughs> that was weird. Pretty just funny. joking. Because I, I mean, that, that was funny. That was funny. I, I know, but I was, yeah, because they don't want to say it. They're yeah. just. <laughs> I think it's also really clever timing because, like I was saying earlier, in my initial review of the 2060, I'm like, the only reason to buy a Vega over this is for free sync. So now, I mean. They put out the 2060. It can do FreeSync too. Just real clever timing on all kinds of stuff. The way they handled this all the way around. Yeah, there but is I, a little asterisk to that, though, Brad. Given the whole monitor situation, right? So you can get the 2060, but you still are only limited to a certain number of FreeSync monitors. Well, no, that's not true. The way it works well, is that, that well, that well that automatically of, enabled. Well, well I mean, all the rest work of out of the box is what I mean, right? Because the whole point of that video demonstration that Gordon looked at was that, you know, some of them is not, you know, out of the box turnkey kind of solution. Yeah, I, I, I will say to that, because my when I read that, I'm like, ooh, NVIDIA is doing a good job of spreading FUD a little bit here, because, yes, there are lesser quality precinct monitors. Uh, there are over 400. They had two monitors that had issues there. And there hasn't been widespread reports of, hey, my FreeSync monitor is blanking all over the place. This is garbage, et cetera, et cetera. I think, yeah, there are going to be monitors with issues in it, but I don't think it's anywhere okay. near as widespread or drastic as okay. NVIDIA's. So then here's my question for you, both of you, because I've been kind of out of the loop just because I was on vacation pretty much all up until last week. And I've only read kind of very uh, cursory information on all of this. So on the one hand, the first part of the show we're talking about, and you guys are saying like, yeah, uh, G-Sync's still great because it's turnkey. And then now you're saying this. And so to, to me, not like having read up a lot on all of it altogether, it sounds like very two very conflicting opinions, and I'm just trying to figure out now, like where what the lay of the land really is. Then you want to go first, Brad? <laughs> I have a different opinion than you. I think uh, G Sync just works, but you pay for it. Okay. Uh, free Sync, 
probably will work. Okay. Uh, it might not, but you don't pay for it. Okay. <laughs> okay, so... All right, let me get Gordon's take, and then I'll try to summarize this in my head. Uh, they are not caving on G-Sync. They will continue to push it as a premium feature as long as they can. Mm-hmm. My prediction is long-term, yeah, it's pretty hard. They're going to... It's gonna hard to it's hard to see G Sync being around in the way it's implemented today in five years because okay. no hardware versus having hardware the the monitor vendors are gonna be they're gonna always go the cheapest path. I think it's a good thing because they are doing it. They enable it on the on the FreeSync uh, ecosystem. Okay, uh, they can possibly lift some boats up, so I think that is good. I also do think they are highlighting. For themselves, I don't know if it's just because they want to feel better that G-Sync was implemented better with the, at least some testing. Uh, they may just want to throw some shade at it, but uh, ultimately it's good for all gamers because you can turn it on with GeForce. A lot of people are on GeForce. Okay. And I do think there certainly, I do see this long term. This is them having, like, we, we see that this is the, this is the curve of history. To be able to say you can buy a Vega and get uh, all of these features for cheap um, is a more is a way better uh, option than you can buy 2060 and you can't afford a G-Sync monitor. So <laughs> now they can have both. It's like it may kind of stink, but you know what are you going to do? Okay. So I guess the, the comment earlier about how you know FreeSync can be kind of like a little all over the board, where it's like only certain uh, refresh ranges are uh, supported, so on and so forth. That's just more of buyer beware. In the sense of when you're looking for a monitor, just be aware of these limitations as opposed to with G-Sync, like you don't have to worry because like all these things are just support out of the box. I There are clearly issues sometimes like somebody was saying, because I was monitoring all the chat in the video we did. People were saying, hey, if you have this G-Sync monitor and then you hook up another computer to another port, then it, it does weird things because probably the hardware scaler that was used. Uh, I They I do think, yeah, and they do some testing. And I have heard complaints from laptop vendors and monitor vendors for years that say, like, oh, this G-Sync thing just sucks because we send NVIDIA to the monitor, and it's like two months later, and we don't, they don't, they haven't approved it yet. They're always like, they're always, every single vendor would just complain and complain and complain, like, NVIDIA has not approved our monitor yet, so we can't say G-Sync. Mm. So is NVIDIA just sitting on it because they got nothing to do, or are they actually saying? Well, it's, we it sounds like they said they have enough time to to test four hundred of them, right? Uh, <laughs> you know, so well now, but I mean, I I will say they in the meantime over the years since you know G Sync was introduced, they've certainly spooled up their testing. But for years and years and years, everybody complained like it just sucks. Like I, you'd see a lot of this, like, oh, is this is this laptop you know G Sync or is that G-? no? It's like we're waiting on NVIDIA to improve it, and they're slow as hell. So. I, it sort of says that they were doing at least some testing. So, but yeah. open, you know, open standards are always messy, right? So, right. you know what? Hey, you get adaptive sync. It's then maybe not quite as good, but it's a lot cheaper. It's a hundred bucks cheaper than G Sync. So, okay. I, I think this is like the best of both worlds because I really yeah. do think that G Sync is, you know, it just works. It really does. Like, and NVIDIA, like, works with the panel makers to make sure the panels are, like, they are over that whole thing. Right. And I do think the free syncs being open and everybody using it is a huge advantage, too. And this is just, like, having your cake and eating it, too, I think, for right. your GeForce use. Right. Yeah. They're going to try to, anyway. We'll see how okay. it works. I think that I got that sorted out in my head. Sorry, everyone. Long no, diversion. No worries. Uh, <laughs> while we're on the graphics uh, <laughs> subject, we have a lot of people asking about our thoughts on Radeon <laughs> Vega 2. I thought Vega 2 
It's rare. Although I Isn't realize they Vegas were just 20, I think. Vegas no. 7 nanometer. Yeah. Vegas 7. Well, no, they call it Radeon 7, Radeon right? 7. So it's Radeon mm-hmm. 7. There's no Radeon RX Vega. None of that stuff. It's just Radeon VII. And they were, you know, I realized it until like three days later they were just trolling us. This was late at night in our, in our hotel room. And, you know, I was editing and Gordon's just like, I figured it out. I f- it was there all along. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right in your face. In, it was right in, in your face. It was like right in your face. Because it was Radeon Vega 2. V two I I V two right Radeon Vega two but and they called it, it was right in our face. She says, "Oh, it's Radeon seven seven nanometer, but V I I Vega two because it's Vega very, second generation that's Vega. It's not very clever. <laughs> They're probably oh, these people are so dumb. They didn't figure it out. No, well I didn't. I'm sure everybody else did, but." <laughs> I didn't at the time. This is new. This is blowing my mind. That's pretty great. Great. Like Isn't it. that crazy? You're just like oh, having that coffee. You're oh, it's right in our faces. Vega two, right? Yeah. What do you think, Brad? Brad was Brad was underwhelmed. As underwhelmed as Jensen. <laughs> Not as underwhelmed as Jensen. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say I'm underwhelmed. I'm just not overwhelmed. Not like I think it's going to be a good part. I think it's going to be good. I think it's great that they'll have a 4K card because uh, in the numbers that they put out, it's basically you know trading blows with the RTX 2080. Yeah. 2080. Yeah. Yep. Which is uh, a $700 card, just the same as the Radeon 7 is. Uh. And yeah, so they'll they'll finally have a 4K card. That's going to be great. That being said, I was hoping for the first 7 nanometer GPU to, you know, maybe push a little bit further because realistically, like if you break it down, like it's like we expected the original Vega to to battle the GTX 1080 Ti, right? And that didn't happen. That's what this card is doing now. So it's like 2 years later, it's a GTX 1080 Ti level. It you know, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you. That's that's actually a very interesting one because up against 1080 Ti, because 1080 Ti is still going to be out there. It, no, they're gone. It's no, they're all gone. Oh well, then okay, yeah. that's not a problem then. I yeah, but I think it's going to be a good part. I'm just like, yeah, that's cool. I really was hoping that they would at least tease Navi like they did with uh, Ryzen third gen and be like, yeah, and later this year we're going to have our new Navi architecture. Like, we can't say too much, but here's, like, a high-level sneak like they did with uh, Cinebench with the uh, Ryzen 3rd Gen. Go ahead. Oh, so I guess, Brad, my my question to you would be, do you... Would you have wanted to see a stronger showing at the high end, or would you have preferred them actually coming out with some kind of mind-blowing mainstream card instead? (sighs) Like, what, another EPU? <laughs> hey, hey, that one, okay, that one. Yeah, the power choice. of the people made sure that one. It's almost as valuable as a golden globe I got in my closet too, you know. I I just I think well, I just want to say my reaction to is Radeon 7 is I think a lot of because people are like, mm, yeah, okay, you know, we'll see. I a lot of professional hardware people, and that was honestly not just a lot of people were just kind of like, yeah. You know, they're more excited about their generation. I I think people are overreacting. I I think we got to wait and see. This will be a first the first seven nanometer GPU. 
again, we don't know what you're going to see from it till reviewers get it. And we, you know, it could actually be, it, it could over, over exceed, it could exceed our expectations, I think. Right. And it's launching, so. it's launching very soon, February 7th, actually, which surprised the heck out of me. Yeah. yeah. We'll see it really soon. But I just see a lot of people out there. I was really surprised. They were just disappointed. And I don't understand where these people are because. Well, that's why my question, I haven't asked my question because it's like, uh, it almost seems to me like the disappointment is based on like expectations or hopes. And I'm kind of trying to like tease out what those hopes or expectations were before the, before the show. I was hoping to hear about Navi. That's what I was hoping. Yeah. People want to see the next gen part. And so what I want to ask, and I'm going to ask this in August, RTX comes out. The entire internet says, we don't need this ray tracing junk. We just need, you know, more performance. We don't care. We don't care about any of the stuff. Just give us our, right? We, we don't want ray tracing. The, the message. We want frame rates. The message I heard from everybody, you know, not everyone, obviously, but yeah. a hell of a lot of people was, we don't want ray tracing. You're just wasting this die on stuff I can't use for three years. Well, here's that card, right? Here's that card. It doesn't have ray tracing. It doesn't have DLSS. It doesn't have, right? Are they going to now go like, oh, I, now I want uh, a RTX 2080 because it's got ray tracing? I'm not tracing? picking up what you're putting down. I don't, no? I don't agree that that's the same thing because I find, it, I find it very interesting, the configuration of Radeon 7. I mean, obviously, we won't know for sure until we do reviews and whatnot. But I find it interesting that they did slap 16 gigabytes of high bandwidth memory on there. And then their first benchmarks that they talked about weren't gaming benchmarks. They're like, hey, we have this with all this memory, you know, throughput and 16 gigabytes of high bandwidth memory. Here's the compute task. We think it'll be good for compute. Right. Uh, I think I would have been more excited, not excited, more overwhelmed. Like I said, I wasn't, I wasn't overwhelmed by it. Uh, if it had like Vega 64, eight gigabytes of high bandwidth memory and like a $500 price tag. So it's RTX 2080 level, decent, you know, high bandwidth memory, eight gigabytes, 500 bucks. That would be a lot more exciting part to me, I think. Yeah. Do you get the impression that this will own this is like a one off? Because it is interesting. It's just Ryzen seven, not Ryzen seven. Radeon, or Radeon, Radeon seven, not model number. I mean, they didn't. I say. think after this, the only thing we're going to see. Is, I don't. I don't think we're going to see more Vega spinoffs. So we're going to see Navi later this year. That's what I was hoping to see this year. So yeah. I, it is, this yeah. is, I mean, they have the technology. They're already making these parts to go into the yeah, instinct parts. things. Yeah. They might as well put them to use here, too. Okay. Mm. Yeah, we got a lot of people in chat saying they, they think it'll be good for uh, for compute tasks. So uh, I'm interested to check it out. Yeah, it'd be interesting so. there, right? Because it, it could be sort of a poor nerd's way to get into a, um MI card. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but without the software, without the fancy pro software, which is actually a big difference depending on what you're doing. Yeah. But AMD's pretty good about just giving it away to everybody. Mm -hmm. They're not really sort of... NVIDIA likes to sort of dole stuff out, you know, quadro-only feature, GeForce-only feature. It seems like Radeon team is... We don't care. I'm actually really excited to test that because I'm real curious to see how it hangs. Not just against the RTX 2080, but it's real interesting how much that they say how different it is from Vega 64. Because it actually has fewer compute units, but it's a pretty big performance jump in the claims from AMD. So I think I'm really looking forward to reviewing that card. Actually, it feels like they just took a lot of it. They they took a lot of the 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 savings from seven nanometer, popped up the clocks, right? So it would be very mm -hmm. high clock part. So, mm -hmm. I mean, the power use will be relatively high for what it is, but it's still seven nanometers, so it's probably going to be using less. 
Yep, and another interesting thing is I believe this is going to be the first card that AMD sells directly. They're doing like Founders Edition, like the card that she held up. You're going to be able to buy from AMD.com. Oh, really? So, hmm. NVIDIA's been competing against its partners. Now AMD is too. Hmm. Wow. Nice. Uh, so, I mean, I guess we'll see it pretty soon, huh? You know, they, they said... Uh, yeah. Less than a month. Yeah, so that's exciting. Uh, there are uh, a lot of people interested to hear other CES stuff that's not just uh, AMD... Uh, and NVIDIA related. Oh, good um, lord. There's well, so many things. Yeah, Where should we oh, start? Man. Any Intel things to hit? Sunny Cove at the end of the year. Yeah, Sunny Cove. Sunny <laughs> Cove at the end of the year, and they also showed off Ice Lake U, I think, right? Laptop. Mm. But no performance numbers. So, no, it's, to me, I, I will say this is something I'm going to put out over the air, although I have not gone out to ask other vendors to, to verify this, but I do understand that. There will, so that Xeon part that's coming out, you know, the 28-core Xeon part that they showed off at Computex, and then everybody punched them in the face over because they, they, they say they forgot. forgot to say it was overclock part. <laughs> Clearly, it's an overclock part, right? But um, I am hearing people are like, yeah, this thing is just like, damn, it does overclock nicely. So I want to ask you this. If they come out with the 28-core Xeon, which is funny, it's called Xeon, and people are like successfully able to run it at, Five gigahertz. Did they fulfill what they said last year? Uh, I don't know. I'm not, I don't really have an answer. It depends if you need a refrigerator. No, well, I mean, yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna do this with with you know a fifty dollar CLC that you get on sale. This is definitely custom water loop. But anybody who is buying a last last number I heard was five thousand dollars. Anybody who's buying a five thousand dollar twenty eight core CPU. You're going to be running custom loops, so custom loop, and the motherboard that I saw for this thing, I don't think we we did it. <laughs> one of the two was the so heavy as hell. Was the the Asus Dominus Maximus, which is just like it was ten pounds. It was monstrous. It's got two twenty four pin main power connectors, and then has like another six GPU power connectors on top, <laughs> all of it, so they can just run that 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 thing at just monstrous clock. So it's it's going to be it's going to be a monster. It's going to be something that, yeah, it'll, I, you know, I, I haven't seen the part. You don't know, but it's clearly probably going to clean the clock of a 32-core Ryzen, which is not going to clock up as high. At the same time, more it's, than 2x the price. Yeah. Super expensive so, motherboard. It's a, I mean, all these other things. And but, the power draw, I'm sure. Uh, you know, so. I, you don't build a great big monster truck. With the big wheels that you can I run like over that. a Prius I with, and you go like, "Wow, does it? Is it a hybrid? No, this is a monster truck." <laughs> Did you see the flames spitting out the exhaust at the top? I'm just saying that Sunday, a, Sunday, Sunday. I'm just saying that if you're if and you're Saturday. not doing monster truck rallies as a career, maybe you don't need. Maybe oh. you could get by with better fuel economy. That's all I'm saying. Oh well, I think people who buy a monster truck uh. buy a monster truck to have the monster truck. Or, you know, of course, I don't, you know, it's really interesting because there's sort of like this sort of, you know, Lamborghini, McLaren, Ferrari sort of thing. These are, no, this is a monster truck. This is, this is like, this has got like, you know, the wheels that are like 12 feet tall. Look, all I'm saying is that a Hummer will fit in my garage. <laughs> Just, and you, I think uh, Steve Gamers Nexus was reporting that they're going to have to have like custom cases made because <laughs> the are so big. I don't even know if they're going to be able to sell this thing. So it'll be something. 
It's, it's almost, it feels like one of those things, like, we said you're going to be able to buy this thing, we're going to sell it, so that we said, we did it. Two people Check mark. No, <laughs> I know it's crazy, people don't believe it, especially if you like picking APU for your best GPU of the year, but there are people <laughs> at the very high end that they get off on this. There's a reason why people buy that, I'm not saying they don't. F-350s. I'm, I'm, I wish I had F-350. F-350 is not a Sunday, Sunday, Sunday yeah, kind of definitely, truck. Definitely. Yeah, but, you know, the crazy, the cost of an f even at F one fifty these days, it's like forty to fifty grand. So they're not cheap. And I, I, there, there, there's a real crowd that likes these monsters. I'm not saying that there's not a crowd. I was just saying that I was very pleased that someone thought of little people, so to speak, last year. That's all. We're people too, Gordon. I, We're I know, I understand too. that, but you know, there. Then you can't, you can't rain on people who are like, oh yeah, check this out. It gets like two miles to the gallon and. I can't park it anywhere because it's so big. There's just I a cool just factor add, to it. I, know, and, I was just adding to your list of, you know, yeah, like like all the things that it's going to need. No, I, I agree. I, but performance. I'm just happy because that was probably my favorite metaphor of all time on the show. <laughs> I actually really like that. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I guess that's coming. Uh, RTX laptops? Should we talk about that? Yeah, yeah. It's so weird because it's just so weird that 40. like it feels like we should be super excited, but it just got so eclipsed by everything else that it kind of feels just like, There's a lot. Eh, okay, that, that makes sense. Yeah, sure. it's an insane. You know, and again, this brings up, I think I, I had a conversation with somebody in the industry before and he said, yeah, I heard these rumors of RTX laptop and he, he said, does that make any sense? I said, no, but <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, at that time, the performance was so bad in Battlefield, right? It really felt like 30 frames a second. But I mean, you know? why? I mean, why doesn't it make sense, though? I mean, to me, it makes sense that they would try to put their latest you know, parts into a laptop, even if you can't use all the features. It's no different than desktop right now. I mean, you can't use all the features on desktop because the games just don't support it. But this way, you're, you know, quote unquote, future proof. Yeah. You know, you have the latest uh, part. You, you have that, you know, small amount of extra performance over, you know, a GTX part. So I, I guess for me, just being kind of removed from everything because I was in vacation mode. To me, it was just like, oh, that's cool. I'm, like, I'm glad they're doing it already and they didn't push it out further uh, in terms of timing. But it seemed to me like a very natural step. I agree. It's just that, you know, these dies, everybody believed the dies would be huge and expensive. Mm, okay. And yeah, those and they it. still are. They still are. So they, yeah. they actually put that into a laptop and then to put that into a stupidly thin and light laptop. Oh. Right? I didn't realize they were an ultra thin. Oh yeah. Well, they weren't ultra like they well, were not an ultra. GS seventy five, but like GS seventy five, oh. five pounds. There were there was just a ton of these Zephyrus. Zephyrus. There was yeah the the um, Arrow fifteen that yep. was there. Yep. There were a ton of laptops that had you know GTX ten twenty seventy. Oh gosh, I just can never gonna give it the RTX twenty seventy. Twenty sixty, twenty seventy, and twenty eighty range. Uh, Max Q though on those two top end parts. Okay, so they still do only Max Q, or is it is it both? So as I understand it, which yeah, that was I, confusing. There is something I know that they say they're not trying to confuse us, but clearly they would say, yeah, this uh, Arrow fifteen or this GS seventy five has RTX twenty eighty. Uh, it's RTX twenty eighty Max Q. So okay. they're they're lower clock parts. <laughs> And I was like, well, why aren't, you didn't say it was uh, Max-Q. Well, like, oh, well, you know, well, we, you know it's we still a 2080. You know? People know that. Yeah. It's a thin laptop cord. It's like, hell no, you got to no, tell me what's yeah. in there, right? <laughs> it really yeah. was like, that was like what somebody said. Like, no, no, you, you, need, to, it's, you need to specifically tell me. They've been playing that me. game forever, though. No, it's even worse now because yeah. 
I know the vendors, at one point, people, the vendors were saying Max P, and then Nvidia said, there's no such thing as Max P, stop saying that. <laughs> and we still use it to say, so there are uh, 2080 parts and bigger, you know, thicker laptops, and then there are, you know, Mac 2080 and 2070 Max Q parts and thinner laptops. It's just sort of... Well, and okay. you were surprised too. Like the uh, the GS sixty five only went up to a ten seventy, correct? Twenty seventy, I think. Twenty seventy. No, 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 like the previous gen, it went okay. to oh. a ten seventy. So but, but this, but this new seventy five will go up to a ten eighty uh, or twenty eighty. Yeah, jeez. Yeah. I know. So, <laughs> so previously, the so the example Adam is using is the G, the MSI GS sixty five, as well as the Arrow fifty. Uh, the the, the Those gigabyte Aero fifteen, you know, yeah, four, yeah. four to five. Actually, the four pounds for the GS sixty five. That was topped out at a ten seventy ten seventy max Q max Q. So now it tops out at a twenty eighty max Q. Holy moly! And it seems that's like the difference. Everybody right? basically went up a click, um, but their max Q. In so for, for the most part, all the vendors are saying, yeah, the the power we do we are seeing you know very decent power savings in these things, power yeah. and thermals, so we can go a step up, and of course. Um, it's a step up in the model number and there's max Q to, to add into that. But one thing that is not known is performance. No one knows how these things perform. Yeah. No one's allowed to talk about how they perform. Actually, the well, vendors people know. weren't talking price much either. Not much price. Like, yeah. We got a couple prices. There's a cyber power tracer series that they actually said, Hey, this, the prices are not bad. You know, a lot of people sort of assumed it was like 2080 where it's just like, uh, made you cry. But the 2080 from across the board, I talked about three vendors said it's actually very, not a huge price change. You're saying about a hundred bucks roughly. That's so, not terrible. And that's on the GPU itself. You got to remember, you got to bundle the rest of the laptop around that. Right. So they're saying I mean, it's very reasonable. Isn't that about what you spend, you know, one or 200 bucks more than you would with the desktop parts too? So I, is it just that it's more palatable because it's so much more expensive than a gaming laptop? Because that seems like to correlate to the desktop price increase to me. Well, when I look at like 2080 versus 20, uh, 1080 versus 2080, 500 to, what was 2080 going for? $700, I think it launched. And 1080 at. was, what, five? Yep. So it was Six, like. It was actually 650. Was it? But it got down to five real quick. Yeah. We need to, <laughs> internet needs to agree on the pricing because everybody has different <laughs> prices they remember it at. And then they, then that's their, their idea. The blowout, like I hear, I've seen, definitely seen people say, well, 1060 GTX, that's like $1,100 now. Well, yeah, it's kind of like, oh, it's on the way out. So when the 1060 Max P laptops were $1,500 at introduction with 128 gig SSD. <sighs> now you're looking at, uh, we're just getting spoiled. <laughs> 20, now you're looking at a 2060 class laptop with 512 gigs and, you know, 144 hertz panels for fifteen to $1,600. So not, not really. That's I mean, a pretty juicy configuration. It right is really there. nice, that right? That sounds real good. Man. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember at GS63, good example, MSI, that was $1,500, right? 128 gig SSD. So now we're 512, 2060 RTX. Life is so. good. Yeah, right? Although I, we don't know the pricing of the GS65. We don't. RTX, I'm just saying that the specs that you can awesome. get, the specs that you can get now in a laptop just alone are just. Yeah. Mm, you know, and nice. it's interesting, we, you know, we have 40, so with 40 new laptops with RTX, 17 of them are Max-Q, which is, is another way of saying, you know, thin and light, right? Thin and light gaming laptops. So that's a significant increase from the original um, Max Q launch, which I, yeah. I think there were like only a handful. So now you're up to 17. I know that a lot of vendors have complained to me that this is NVIDIA pushing. They don't really understand why NVIDIA keeps pushing these things. So 
But the Cinelites what's, what's just... ironic to me is that it, I believe it was the 10 series, Last Generation, where finally, for the first time in forever, you don't have to sacrifice any performance going from the desktop part to the laptop part. <laughs> when you get a 1080, it's a 1080. And then everyone's like, yeah, the day is finally here. And then they're like, oh, like six months later, they're like, oh, now you can get a 1080 Max-Q, which is exactly what we had before and everyone complained about. But now we're doing it again. <laughs> yeah, no, that is a fair point. And, and, and that is the one thing. It's like, I don't know where the performance of these, these things are going to fall. Like, So if a 27 Max-Q is the equal of a RTX 2060, I mean, people are going to be unhappy, right? But I mean, Max-Q was always a pretty big performance nerf, even on 10... I consider it like uh, my general rule of thumb for laptops with the 10 series Max Q parts was a step down. So if it's a 1080 Max Q, it's like a 1070 kind of a deal. It's and there's variability, but yeah, yeah, definitely in the, based on the thermals of the laptop. But also, what's interesting is 2080 Max Q was basically as fast as a high clock 2070 Max P part. I'm using the full power. Max P meaning full performance, not official. So it really felt like, wow, that's a lot of people were like, oh my god, that's a that's a big hit in performance to go to a twenty seventy. But admittedly, an overclock twenty seventy, like big laptop hot versus a thin and light twenty eighty Max Q. But when you got to Max uh, ten sixty Max Q, it was only about a ten percent, and you know ten fifty, it was only about a ten percent difference in performance mm-hmm. mostly because. 2080 performance savings was huge, right? You save like 65 watts. But when you went to 1060, the savings was like 15 watts. It was like almost nothing. So That's how power cards work. It's the same with desktop cards. Yeah. Like if you push Vega, if you take Vega and try to overclock it, you won't get far. The power will spike. Performance won't. So huh. makes sense. All right, we got to move on. Uh, what else? We don't have a- much time. Well, what about that Alienware laptop, huh? Oh, that's crazy. Desktop and... There's so uh, many crazy things to talk about. Desktop CPU and GPU I got to be out of here in about 10 minutes. Yeah. Okay, Brad's <laughs> yeah. got 10 minutes. But uh, <laughs> Alienware uh, Area 51M, socketed 9900K part. Dang. Socketed 9900K part. Yeah. And the big deal, of course, which people have not really talked about too much is the replaceable graphics. So they have a custom-made graphics oh, card yeah. in there. It's, you know, it's down and mounted down with a motherboard, but it is removable. They're saying you can upgrade it. I think Linus, I think uh, somebody yeah. else did a take, pull, take down of it, right? So Yeah, it was Linus, yeah. Linus did a, a take a part of it, and you can see the part. But I talked to anywhere about this, and they're saying we have basically designed enough thermal headroom and enough power so that we believe, you know, no guarantees laid to last forever, but we, you'll you'll be able to upgrade this gpu this is not the first time it's been done asus did it 10 years ago it went nowhere because the problem with power consumption on gpus went up thermals went up so they could never they couldn't put in the next generation card because it was too hot it basically was a one generation upgradable gpu i think alienware knows that the way gpu power is going it's going down because we're going to get to seven nanometer whatever so you will actually have the holy grail of gaming laptops because you'll be able to upgrade the graphics inside of it. Another thing that Alienware said, the reason we can get these cards is because we're we're Alienware, right? We have the we have the power <laughs> dull behind us. Other vendors can't go to Why are you laughing. Other vendors can't go to no. like, Yeah, we're people, Alienware, yeah. we got it. People throw <laughs> de- people throw the shade at Alienware because they're big now, but the power of Alienware with Dell standing behind it is they go to AMD, they go to NVIDIA and said you know what? We don't sell as many laptops as, say, MSI or ASUS, maybe. I don't know. But 
you know what? We're Dell. You want our business? You need to do this for us. And they're like, yes, sir. Because it's, yeah. you know, well, so. And we're hoping no, they to sell get. a ton of Alienware, too. Alienware. Yeah. Yeah, desktop, yeah. right? So desktop parts. I don't. Yeah, and and we're hoping to uh, get Frank Azor yes. from uh, Alienware on the show. Uh, we did uh, talk to him about that, so that would be awesome. Uh, that would be d- awesome. Uh, just keep uh, keep it moving right along. Uh, what about? Um, oh crap! It was just on Jensen? the tip of my tongue. Oh, you had the keyboards you could change. You could oh, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. The, uh, the, the LEDs, dude. Oh, Are you yeah. skipping over the LEDs? Oh, come there. on. That's the most important thing yeah, there. Yeah, the most important thing at Why CES. Why people, like, getting on me now? I don't understand it, because, like, I said the most important thing at CES was the, is the Corsair Capellex LED, basically mini LEDs, I understand it. They're just... They're, they're so m- tiny, so they're cute. micro-sized. They're not micro-sized, but they're just miniature compared to what we normally get for RGB but LEDs. But brighter and more power Power saving, so... Yeah. I think by the time this they roll everything out in two years, your whole system will be lit up like the strip. The, what we look at now with <laughs> RGB will be like, oh my god! It'll be like what so I have strange. at home, which is yeah. like a liquor store, just a blinking one. No, this is gonna be like, wow, these are gonna be beautiful. <laughs> From the guys who routinely wear RGB lit up glasses to events. Yes, yes. And I think it's. I think it's gonna be. I know people are like, oh, Gordon, you're crazy. This is as important as RTX or Ryzen. That's like, yeah, okay. You know what sells better to people? RGB. You put RGB on a on a Pentium N, and people will buy that. It's just <laughs> probably it's, would, it's yeah. unfortunate, but it's true. So also, I guess I it was, uh, go, oh, ahead. go no, ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I thought it was interesting that EVGA got into sound cards. Oh, I was just about to say that. That's funny. Great minds think alike. <laughs> yeah, no, we we, uh, we went to EVGA and we we're like, oh, you know, is there really going to be any surprises? You know, let's let's see what they have. Uh, you know, and then yeah. they were like, oh yeah, we got a, a sound card right here, and we're like, what? Like you guys are getting into sound cards? Uh, yeah, is that kinda, crazy? Kind of a weird little mixed message because you know. It's it's for the high end. The guy that was there was from a company called Audio Note, and he was a high end audiophile. Like just like I mean, he he could talk audio in ways that would make my head spin. Right. Uh, but there, and, and the card w- was wrapped in a shroud with RGB lighting, and you know, kind of looked very EVGA and gamer. But they weren't pushing any sort of gamer aspects of this. They were just like, no, nah, we just want really pristine, amazing audio. Right. Uh, so it's kind of a weird little mixed message. But, you know, hey, it got people talking about audio, you know, which is good, uh, which is always good. Uh, and yeah, I, I don't know. I, I did ask them. I was like, well, is there a benefit to having an all EVGA system? You know, you've got the, the board, the graphics card, the sound card. And they're like, yeah, you get the RGB to sync up. <laughs> it's, over, it's also a lower price. If you're in the EVGA club, you get instead of the card is two fifty, one ninety nine. If you're in the EVGA club, I don't know what that's, that's like. Cool. Maybe Costco, you got to buy like 10, <laughs> 10 cards bulk. at once, but ten cards at bulk. I, it'll be interesting. Different philosophies, very different yeah. philosophies than what Creative does and what EVGA is doing. Which uh, side note, some some people were asking about Creative. Creative was there. We had a good talk with uh, with Mr. Sim and and Ryan, and yeah. Ryan of course. Uh, so they. The the Super X Flight technology, uh, you know, first came out as a dongle, but now they're building it into a pair of headphones, Super X Flight Air. So it's Bluetooth headphones, so you can still use Bluetooth, but then the processing's all done on the headphones, uh, which is awesome. And then they also had a home theater version where uh, you could have up to four or eight, if you have two boxes, uh, people with their own little uh, Super X Flight headphone sets uh, watching something uh, separately, you know. On, and these. Um, 
the Bluetooth ones, are those ones that they're selling themselves, or is it like yes. they're giving the technology to a partner? Nope, this is this is all created in-house. Uh, the, okay. the, the theater ones were really high-end, very, you know, audio... Uh, audiophile feeling the the super xfi air they have ones without the super xfi technology in them so i think they already sell those so yeah. they're, they're kind of the gamer headset with you know microphone and everything yeah and it's a uh, low latency dongle so they said you know so you can <clears throat> not for, for the theater out of sync yeah. lips for the theater one because that's very important yeah. Uh, oh God, there's so much more to talk about. But so I, I want to hear Brad's opinion on this because I, I don't know if we're going to have time to talk about got, it. We have not. I got I got to be out of here in like five minutes. Or five minutes. <laughs> I mean, we don't even have. So Jensen, I think we got to talk about Jensen. Do it. Do it. So we <laughs> have there. There was a very right after. You made him mad. Right after AMD's um, keynote, there was a very small get together, maybe 20 reporters there. I was luckily there. I asked Jensen the first question, which is like, what do you think of uh, Radeon 7? He immediately went, I think, ballistic. You can see it in the story on PC World. But he said, quote, it's Great underwhelming. Story. The performance is lousy, and there's nothing new. There's no ray tracing, no AI. It's 7 nanometers with HPM memory that barely keeps up with a 2080. And if we turn on, if we turn on DLSS, we'll crush it. And if we turn on ray tracing, we'll crush it. He also threw shade at, well, Intel a little bit, and then definitely also at FreeSync. Said, basically, uh, it doesn't work. (laughs) (laughs) And because it was like somebody else asking, well, what about uh, FreeSync? You're finally caving and supporting FreeSync. And he's like, we never competed, actually. Uh, FreeSync was never proven to work. As you know, we invented the area of adaptive sync. The truth is most of the FreeSync monitors do not work. They do not even work with AMD's graphics cards. That's that's, quote. That's a blatantly false statement. <laughs> well, the, majo- the truth is most of FreeSync monitors do not work. Get out. No, you're wrong. All right. It's, what it's about whatsoever? True. Yeah, it is hard. I mean, that was like, <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I would think. Uh, yeah. There's... But yeah, he went nuts. I, you don't typically expect to hear CEOs talk like well, that. Well, so but... I, I so I was there most probably most of what people have have. There was there was no video there. Uh, there was some audio recording, which I do have. Jensen wasn't foaming at the mouth going crazy, as some reports have said. <laughs> Somebody says, he's going nuts. If you've ever done an interview with Jensen, he likes, he just, he riffs. He has fun. He has a little bit of fun. I think, I think there's always that grain of it's below him. His competitors are always below him, right? Yeah. He's so driven. So it wasn't like Jensen was going nuts and we're going to go to New Hampshire. Then we're going to go. He was just simply <laughs> him saying these things half jokingly, but also half like, yeah, this is a dig, to to New Hampshire. right? You know, just, they, he's just mm-hmm. a dig at the competition. He knows he's giving them an elbow in the side and he did it on purpose, you know, and so mm-hmm. he did not have his PR it's, handler standing right over his shoulder. There were people in there. It's, yeah. it's actually like super smart PR, I think, because yes. that was like minutes after the keynote. Oh, then, literally minutes. Like an hour later, we had an article up about him dumping all over all this stuff. Yeah. So yeah. it took away from AMD's spotlight a bit. That's what I think they were trying to do because they said, hey, uh, would you like to come to talk? You know, we're going to have a small get together. I said, OK. And then like, oh, it's right after AMD. Oh, really? So what what happened is we Mark Hawkman went to go meet with Lisa Sue, who was also doing a small roundtable, which I would have gone to. And uh, the cool thing was I actually sent. Uh, what he said about uh, Radeon 7 
to Mark, who was you know about to meet with Lisa Sue, <laughs> to hey get a response. And because people are like, how the hell did you get that response so fast? Isn't because Mark actually asked that question, and she's like, yeah, yeah whatever. He hasn't even seen this. Good so. job. I was, I was very happy with the way that turned out. He was in Slack. We use Slack. He's just like, yo, Mark, check out what. Jensen just said, you're about to see Lisa ask her this. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, and, and I also tried to, to, to get Mark Papermaster to say some mean things. AMD, they just generally, in their entire history, have never said mean things about anybody. A lot of that's that Canadian ATI thing. Canadians <laughs> are so nice. But, I think she actually said in the round table that that's not her style. Yeah. 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 So that's not their style. And, you know, Jensen, I, he likes, he, he's going to let you know what he thinks. And, and again, I just want to make sure people understand I was there. I was in the interview. I was in the front row. He wasn't foaming at the mouth. It's just Jensen being Jensen. He likes to like, <laughs> gosh, you got, I really like your free sync. You're doing stuff like that, but I'm going to fix it for you now, Gordon. You're doing a lousy job with that, but uh, I like what you're doing. Wait, man, that's a backwards uh, negative. <laughs> Taking negging to a whole new level. So, yeah. What a CES. What a CES. Right. I know. Uh, we should probably wrap it up. I, I, okay, one super quick thing. I just want to say, okay, deal alert. Deal alert. Oh, deal oh, alert. Oh, Watch out. Deal alert. Deal alert. So um, if anyone's in the market for a more budget card, there until tomorrow, Newegg is having a sale on the RX uh, 570, an ASRock Phantom Gaming X version. Eight gigabyte card, $130 after $20 mail-in rebate, and it includes two free games. Dang. You can choose between Division 2, Resident Evil 2, or Devil May Cry 5. Resident Evil 2. $130. Those 570s right now are like the best thing you can buy with the current pricing and all those free yeah. game bundles. Yeah, so it's nice. like 130 So whoop, whoop. just let you guys know. The big advantage is you get free sync. You can't get that on... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so clever, in a way. Just, just a... All right, let's go, let's go rest some more before. Let's uh, go rest some more. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, we can't talk more. We got to go. We actually have to do some work, catch up on all the work we didn't do. We're on CS. So, Megan, take actually, us out. it's let's my it. fault. My youngest kid is getting off the bus. No. I left the oldest kid sitting out there one time. That was all right. In the winter, if I left, uh, if I left the youngest one out there, I'm pretty no, sure. No I'd worries. No worries. Yeah. You better go do that. Yeah. <laughs> so check back next week for your fix of PC talk on the full nerd for audio listeners. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. Send more questions and comments to the full nerd at uh, pcworld.com. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Every time you do, Jensen will say something mean about somebody else. <laughs> Thanks for coming. I'm Gordon Young with Brad Charkas. Adios. Elaine Yee. Bye, everyone. And Pat- Adam Patrick Murray. You can hit the out switch. Uh, watch for my CES behind the scenes video hopefully sometime soon. Miami Vice. Goodbye. Bye.